they respond to you. Chains will be broken and the curse is Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever you're at, welcome. Today we're talking about building your faith. Holy Spirit very specifically told me that he sent his word. So I want to encourage you tonight to get your hearts ready, get your spirit ready, because God is going to move in a supernatural way. You are going to receive divine understanding, divine knowledge, and divine wisdom. Why? Because God is taking you somewhere in this season. And although the enemy has tried to put you in a place where you have felt like you have been stuck. Although the enemy has tried to put you in a place where you have been trying to hear God in this wilderness place, tonight is going to be the night that the chains will be forever broken. The shackles will be forever broken. You will move in a place where you will feel the prophetic wind of God begin to propel you to the next season of your life. I decree that on tonight as God releases uh, what he has for us, you are going to receive a brand new perception of where God wants you to be. So if you know somebody that does not feel well in their body, if you know somebody that is sick, I want you to tag them in this live because I feel the oil of the Holy Ghost very heavily on me now. And I believe that God is going to release healing supernaturally. Blessings, Bree Tarsha. Blessings, everybody that's joining me now, wherever you're joining in. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, oh God, you are the ancient of days. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Father, we praise you and we bless you now, oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that for every spirit of infirmity, Lord God, we decree now that it will dry up by the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you are blessing them, God, that you are giving them, Father God, the mandate, oh God, that you are increasing their appetite, oh God, that you are putting them in a position, oh God, where they will forever hear your voice, oh God. Father, I thank you, oh God, for silencing out the voice of the enemy, Father, I thank you, Lord God, for overturning, oh God, every evil arrow that was sent to destroy them. God, I thank you that you disrupt, oh God, everything that was sent to disrupt their future. Father, I thank you, oh God, that you were giving them grace, oh God, that they are abounding in much grace, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessings, blessings, prophet charity, blessings. Listen, tonight we're talking about that God sent his word. Why is that important for you to understand that God sent his word? That means that he made a decree. That means that he made a covenant. 
That means that what he spoke is the law. I'm telling you that on tonight, by the time we get finished, even when the enemy would attempt to bring in seeds of discouragement and seeds of deception, I guarantee you that there is going to be something that is going to well up on the inside of you like a spring, like a hot geyser, and it is going to begin to minister to your situation. Listen, real quick, I know you got your Bibles because it's Tuesday and we're talking about building your faith. I want you to go with me to Matthew. Matthew chapter nine, verse 20, because you have to understand that you have to understand that even in dire needs, that that gives God an opportunity to show up. What I'm saying to you is, is that your private life of fasting and prayer, your private life of you seeking God will begin to put on public display the glory of God that is about to be revealed in your life. What I'm telling you is that even though you're going through something right now, even though you feel a little difficulty right now, it will in no way compare to the glory of God that is about to be revealed in your life. He's been waiting for this very moment for you to begin to say, okay, God, I know that you got it from here. I've tried to do it on my own. I've tried to, 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 to put myself in a position to where I receive victory on my own, but God, I'm releasing everything to you because I believe that you got it from here. Matthew 9, come on. Matthew 9 verse 20 in the Bible declares, and behold a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood. There are some of you where the enemy has come in and he has begun to attack the 11 systems of the body. He's begun to attack the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, the lymphatic system, the muscular system. He's begun to attack these systems because he understands that if I can disrupt the flow and begin to have you feel like you're, you're out of alignment, where you may feel like there's something that's going on in your body, that you will begin to second guess the word of God. But I want to remind you and encourage you tonight that God sent his word. And the Bible says that the issue of blood that she had, she had had it for 12 years. Why is that important? Because most of us feel, oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Most of us feel that because we have been going through something for three months, for six months, for six years, that God is not still a God that answers prayers. But may I remind you of something that we serve a God that is omniscient. We serve a God that is all powerful and that there is no, there's no boundary on God. There's no boundary in the realm of the spirit. So even if you've been suffering with this thing, for a little while longer than what you wanted to suffer with. I want to basically encourage you because here it is, the woman, she had been suffering with this issue of blood for 12 years and not one time did she give up. The Bible declared that out of her mouth that she spoke that if I could just touch the hem of his garment. What I'm saying to you is, is that you have to get in a place where you begin to understand what Jeremiah said in the Bible, where he said, if I would decree a thing, that it shall be established. And so here it is. The woman, wait a minute. Oh, okay. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Wait a minute. The woman had not had a previous encounter with Jesus. She had not had a previous encounter with the one that we call our merciful God. The Bible does not account for any other situation where the woman was healed previously to understand that if she touched the hem of his garment, that she would be healed. What I'm saying to you is sometimes you get in a place where you feel like you have to experience God in this specific manner for you to know that he's the real deal. 
Come on, I'm talking to somebody. This lady had never, she had never been healed before by Jesus. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that she suffered for 12 years, but in her spirit, man, there was something that was so solidified to where her faith, come on, we're talking about building our faith. There was something so solidified in her spirit where she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, that I would be made whole. For some of you, God is saying to you, yeah, I know it's been a couple of months. Yeah, I know it's been a couple of years, but in that place, I was refining you in the furnace of your affliction. Why? Because you have to understand that even in the middle of the fire, that I will not allow you to be burned. You've got to understand that even when you pass through the waters, through the flood waters, I will not allow you to drown. So even when the diagnosis goes out, that is not the final diagnosis. I'm talking to somebody because you have to understand that here's a lady that was suffering for 12 years. And I'm sure that the enemy kept telling her, you're not going to be healed. You're not going to experience the miraculous power of God. You're not going to experience what it's like to be healthy. You've had this disease in your blood for 12 years. I'm talking to somebody, you know, somebody that's been suffering with cancer, somebody that's been suffering with AIDS, somebody that's been suffering with lupus. And God is saying tonight, you may have been suffering for a while, but tonight is the night that you are going to receive your healing. Uh, the Bible says uh, that that when she said that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, it's almost as if you would understand, it's almost as if you would understand this, that when you begin uh, to decrease something out of your mouth, hey, Monica, when you begin to decrease something out of your mouth, uh, there is a shift that happens in the realm of the spirit. Uh, that means that the word of God that you're speaking out, uh, the realm of the spirit has now to answer to that. So the Bible says, the Bible says, wait a minute. The Bible says that he will hasten to perform his word. And so here it is that the, the, the lady understood that although I've been suffering with this issue in my blood for 12 years, I believe that because God is holy, I believe because God is omnipotent. I believe because he is the lion of Judah. I believe because he is the ancient of days that if I would touch the hem of his garments, that I would be made whole. And so for some of you, you have to get in a place where you begin to increase your belief. You begin to increase your belief. You might be saying, Dr. Ashanti, I've been down for too long. I've been running around this mountain for too long. I've been witnessing setback after setback. And I've been trying to build my faith. But it seems like every time I feel like something is going good in my life, all of a sudden the enemy is coming in like a flood. Can I remind you that God in this very moment in Isaiah 41 and 10. He says, fear not for I am with thee. What God is saying is that I have never left you. I have never forsaken you. I have never walked away from you. The Bible tells you to fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. Why is that important? Because you have so many people that have made money their God. They've made their spouse their God. They've made their jobs their God. But God is saying you don't have to fear in the middle of lack because, hey, wait a minute, the resources you need, I am the source. The Bible says that he says, fear not in this moment. 
because I am the God. I am your God. And not only will I strengthen you, but I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. I remember David saying, oh God, your right arm is not far from me. It is not far from me. You were able to pick me up when I've fallen down. And you've got to remember that even in this place where God has you, because it's not a place of where he's punishing you. It's not a place of where he's chastising you, but it is a place where he needs you to understand that I built you for this. I called you for this. I called you even in your mother's womb. What I'm saying to you is that you've got to get to a place of where you begin to understand that the call on your life is more powerful than the setback, my God. The call on your life is more powerful than those that sabotage you. The call on your life is more powerful than the money that you may or may not have in your bank account. The call on your life, because there is a call that is on your life. There is power in your voice. There is power in your mouth. And the Bible says that when you open your mouth and you begin to decree it, what happens? What happens? The angels of the Lord begin to become assigned to the very thing that you are decreeing. Do you understand how powerful you are? Do you understand how important you are? The Bible says that if we being of sinful nature can give our children good gifts, that means at Christmas time and on birthdays, and even when you're just thinking about somebody and you want to give them a good gift, the Bible says that if we being of sinful nature can give good, oh my God, can give good gifts, then why would we not expect for our God to give good gifts unto us. I want to remind you, we're going to stay right in Matthew. We're going to stay in Matthew verse eight, uh, uh, verse six, because I want you to understand how important it is for you to start building your faith when it comes to understanding the power of the word of God. Because sometimes you're going to be in a position where you're going to come in contact with somebody and they're going to be ill. You're going to come in contact with somebody that may have COVID, that may have the flu, that may have been given a diagnosis from the doctor that there is no cure for let me let me tell you something. There was a time when I had to go to the doctors and in the hospital before I got there, before I got there, I remember sitting on the side of my bed and my, my, my entire body, all of my extremities went cold. And I know from being in healthcare, this means that organs are shutting down. And I knew that the spirit of death had walked in the room. And so when I got to the hospital, my God, when I got to the hospital and I began to sit there, they, they had ended up doing this one test and the doctor came back and said, Hey, we found something that is on your liver. And let me tell you something now. Yeah. Yes. Prophet, yes, ambassador, yes, minister of the gospel. But when he said that we found something on your liver and this is what it looks like, it can be immediately the enemy begin to want me to come in agreement with something that was so terminal that there was no cure for. That something that they couldn't give me, that they couldn't help me, they couldn't give me any medic medication for it. But it was in that very moment that I sat there in that hospital bed and I began to remind God, God, you sung promises over me 
while I was asleep. You showed me in my dreams. You showed me in my visions that my feet would touch this ground to deliver the word of God and it has yet to touch that. And because these promises have yet to be fulfilled, I know that my time here is not done. And I begin to declare, now I know, God, it is written that you were wounded for my transgressions. God, Jesus was bruised for my iniquities. And you have to understand that it's in that place where the enemy will try you the most. That you have to remember that this word of God that has to be so listen, this word of God has to be so uh, so inseated, has to be so seated into a foundation. Why? Because the Bible says that the word of God is like the seeds that are thrown. And so a lot of times when you hear the word of God, whether you're at church or whether you're on something, you know, where you're listing somebody and they're they're sharing the word of God, that the Bible says that there are spiritual vultures that are coming to look at those seeds because the enemy is looking to to basically steal the promises that were spoken over you and to you. And so this is why you have got to make sure that you fertilize the foundation in the realm of the spirit. So that way, if it comes to a day that you're in a position to where the doctor comes and tells you something, my God, that you have to be able to regurgitate what the word of God is saying. Listen, Matthew 8, come on now, we're building our faith. And the Bible says, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick with palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Now this is going to bless somebody. The Bible says that the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. But if you just speak, the word only. I understand and I know that my servant will be healed. Some of you have been waiting for somebody to lay hands on you. Prophet said, God bless you, brother. Somebody has been waiting for somebody to anoint you with the oil. You get in prayer line after prayer line. And God is saying to you, I told you that I sent my word and my word shall heal you. You have got to get to a place where you begin to say, Jesus, I exchanged my life for yours. For I'm not worthy. But because I believe that you sent your word, I believe that your word is covenant. I believe that your word will heal me. And the Bible says that the centurion told Jesus, he said, listen, I, I'm a general. I, I understand what it's like. I tell my men to do when they go do. So I also understand that if you send the word to my soldier that is at home, then my soldier will be healed. I Listen, you have to understand in this season that you cannot get by on what the doctor's medication is. You cannot get by on just eating the right things. You can only get by. The Bible says what? Then man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded the, through the mouth of the Lord. So that means that if your appetite is only for the things of this world, you're missing it. You're missing it. If your appetite is only for the for, for natural things, you are missing it because we are coming to a day and an hour where there will be nothing in the natural that will be able to satisfy what you need from God. That means that you have got to get to a place where you begin to put a demand on your appetite for spiritual things. Why? Because the Bible says that when we focus on the things that are not seen, those are the things that are eternal. But when you're focusing on the things that are seen, the things that that you see every day. These are things that are temporary. There, It's okay to receive temporary blessings, but what about when you need something that man can't provide? 
What about when you need a blessing that your job can't even qualify? Listen, come on. Listen, you have got to get to a place of where you understand that when God is saying to you, if you would just speak the word, that I will hasten to perform it. And the Bible says in Jeremiah 30 and 17, he says, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. I've been in a place you know, I'm, I'm transparent for a lot of reasons, but I'm more so transparent because I always want the glory to, to always go back to God because a lot of people won't be transparent about the things that they've gone through. And I, and I believe it's more so because they don't want to be embarrassed. But when we do that, we steal the glory away from God. We steal the praise away from God. And so I've learned the best way for me to continue to receive the mercies of God, the blessings of God, the will of God, the agenda of God for my life is that I have to be transparent about the things that I have gone through in order for him to receive the glory. And so I, this is, this is why it's so important for me to, to be transparent, you know, in my testimony. And so when I tell you guys that I was allergic to food for 200 plus days, you may be tired of me saying it, but but I'm going to tell you something. Being in that place is something that I can't even describe how, how the enemy tried my mental, how I still had to preach, how I still had to prophesy, how I still had to pray, even in that place. And nobody knew that I was suffering to that extent. Nobody knew that I could not eat. Nobody but my husband and my internal family. That, that was it. That was the only, that, that was the only, and, and it was like, God wouldn't allow me to share it. He wouldn't allow me to share it. And so this is why I have to be transparent. And so the Bible says in Philippians 419, he says, and my God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. This means that all of your needs, everything that you need from God, like there is nothing. When I tell you there is nothing that you can ask God for that as long as you're not in his, like, like when you're in alignment with God, there's nothing that he won't give you. Yeah, I remember being in a place I was making $9 an hour. At that time, I hadn't went to school. I hadn't gone to college. I was making $9 an hour. And I remember saying to God, I said, God, you know, you, you said that I'm a royal priesthood. You said that I'm a king's kid. And $9 an hour ain't looking too kingly, okay? <laughs> Nine dollars an hour ain't looking too kingly. And so I remember I began to just say, okay, God, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sow as if I'm already making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Now, for some of y'all, that would stretch y'all. Okay. It, it would. It stretched, it stretched me. I ain't even gonna lie. And so I remember saying, I'm going to sow as if I'm already making it. And so within six months, Within six months of me consistently sewing, and I remember I would, on the back of the envelope or however I would sew, I would I would put a declaration of what I was sewing for. Within six months out of nowhere, somebody reached out to me and they offered me a job paying $100,000 a year. Here's the crazy part, y'all. I'm talking about for real Philippians 419, okay? Not for play play. I didn't have the skill set, didn't have the educational background, didn't have the degree, uh, didn't have the certification um, didn't even have the experience. Okay. So here it is, you know, God put me in this position. And so I began to ask God, I know I asked you for the hundred thousand dollars a year when I was making $9 an hour. I know I asked you for it, but now <clears throat> I'm here and I don't even know how I'm gonna keep the job. 
And so immediately I begin to hear God say, I'll perfect the very thing that concerns you. <laughs> listen, listen, do you know, do you know what that means? That means that even though I had no clue, okay, I had no clue how to meet these people quotas. It was like God would begin to give me divine strategies, divine blueprints. Listen, he sent his word. He began to give me divine strategies, divine blueprints. And so here it is. It's like every time I would come to the meeting, the CEO would be like, we're really impressed with what you're presenting. You know, we don't want to just give you this territory. We, we want to give you this territory. And so you have to understand, like, when God begins to give you territories, right? When God begins to open up doors for you that you never even thought possible. Like, let, 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 me, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Um, let, me, let me say this. Monica, God has positioned you in a place of where there is, there's a divine wealth assignment, Monica, that is attached to you. But this divine assignment of wealth, it's coming by way of your hands. And so even in this place, Monica, even in this place of, of where you have been, you've been doing well, but God wants you to do more. And, and he wants you to receive more. He wants you to be in a wealthy place. And so like right now in the realm of the spirit, I see, I see products and I see recipes and I see all of these different things that, that in the spirit where you have your hands in it, Monica. And, and, and in, in that, that God is producing a wealth movement for you. Um, Monica, I hear, I hear God saying to you that as you were putting like, like he's, he's anointed your hands to the point where it's, it's almost like you don't have to figure it out to the, to, to, to the science. You don't have to figure it out. You just have to get started. And when you get started, Monica, as you're putting your hands and you're putting these recipes and these oils and all of this stuff, these creams and hair stuff, this stuff together that God is going to begin to release more and more to you. And so Monica, I hear God saying that it's time to step out and it's time to do more. It's time to do more that he has been waiting uh, uh, for you. And so Monica, God is moving you in this, in this area. And so I see it just, I see it just as clear as day in the room of the spirit. I see all of these, it's, it's like, I see bottles and glasses and all of these things like lined up. Like it's, it's a nice representation. I don't, I listen, Monica, you, you cannot sit on this. You cannot sit on this. God is saying that not only do I have my hand on it because God wants you to be in your wealthy place that I am that I am going to put you in a position where there are going to be people that are going to be looking to distribute your products. They're going to be looking to distribute the products that you are going to be able to put together. Monica, you got to go before God. And as you ask him in this next movement, of what to put in this stuff, these creams and these oils and this stuff like that. But I, but I see it so clear that there is a, there's a wealth movement on your hands. There's a wealth movement on your hands. So Monica, I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm telling, I see it. I see it so clear. I see it. You have got to move forward in this season. You've got to move forward in the season. Listen, y'all, we're still talking about 
building your faith and understanding that when, when God says something, when he sends his word, it doesn't just mean like there's a healing attached. It also means that there's wealth attached. That's like when he put me in that position to start getting a hundred thousand dollars a year. And that was a long time ago before I retired. But when he put me in that position, I was trying to figure out apostle y'all, my apostle is online. He put, when he put me uh, in that position to where I started receiving those blessings. And so he had to tell me that I'll perfect the very thing that concerns you. Right. And so it wasn't until I heard that word, there's a difference between the logos word of God, right? That means the logos, that means the written word of God, right? There's a difference between that and the rim word, right? Because the logos word of God, like logos word, you can read in the Bible that, you know, speak to the mountain and command it to be moving. You go to a mountain, you be like, I command you to move. And you're like, the mountain ain't moving, right? Because it's written word. But then the rimmer word of God says that, okay, then when you hear the rimmer word of God, that means like a direct download from God himself. And he says, okay, for, for somebody that you know that is dealing with, with cancer or lupus or some disease, okay, I, I'm telling you that I've given you the authority to speak to that person's disease and command it to move and it shall be moved and cast off to where you tell, that's a rimmer word. So that's why, excuse me, that's why you'll see people, you'll see people that operate in deliverance and healing because there's a rimmer word that is attached to it. And so I want you to be encouraged tonight. I want you to be encouraged tonight. I didn't mean to stay on this long, but listen, listen, understand that when the spirit of the Lord sends his word, there's no, let me figure it out. There's no, what's the science behind it? There's no blueprint. There's no, like, like, let me strategize. There's none of that. It's like when he sends his word, that means get to work. Okay. Because that means it's already done. Um, when you think about, when you think about like before we even got here, right. The Bible lets us know that every, everything was already like, there's nothing new under the sun. And so while you've been asking God, I'm gonna give you an example for those of you that want to become multimillionaires, for those of you that want to become, um, you know, uh, extremely successful. The reason why you have that desire is because it was destined for you to be there. Meaning that all that's happening is your, your spirit man wants your faith to align what, what's with what, what was already there. Okay. Does that make sense? Meaning that if you've already, if you've always had a desire to open up a certain business, that means that there's a wealthy place there. That means that before you were even born, before you were even like, before you even got to the age you were at now, it was already there. That vision was already there. That ability was already there. And so that is why the, 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 uh, the, the assignment or the appetite for you to do these things is already there. You're not just, it's not by coincidence that you, you know, you'll, you'll go do something and you'll start doing this. And then all of a sudden you like, you start drifting off like, man, I really feel like I need to write a book. Okay. Or I really feel like I should, I should start this. That is because that is honestly what the spirit of the Lord has placed on the inside of you. God bless you, Tanya. God bless you, Carmen. Thank y'all so much for joining me. God bless you, Alicia. Um, but that means that it is legitimately 
a place. The Bible says that, he, that he'll give you the power to create wealth. God bless you guys. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for meeting us here. We thank you for building our faith. We thank you, Lord God, that the word that you sent, oh God, has pushed us into another dimension, oh God. I thank you, Father, that for everyone that is under the sound of my voice and for those that will re-watch this, oh God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are opening up doors and gates and territories. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you are drying up sicknesses and diseases. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you are ordaining them, oh God. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, as you have mandated them and marked them for a greater blessing than the one they've already received. We thank you that no devil in hell can come against them. It is in Jesus' night. Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. I love y'all. Next Tuesday, I'll see y'all here. 7 p.m. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all already know what time it is. We're building your faith every Tuesday, 7 p.m. God bless you guys. Love y'all. Love y'all. Give, give, give it to him, give it to him, everything you got. Give, give it to him, give it to him, so you can't be stopped. Give it to him, give it to him, everything you got. Give, give, give it to him, give it to him, so you can't be stopped. My arms lifted, my hands raised through every trial, I give him praise. Can't return to my old ways, when I met him, my life changed. Give it to him. Give it to him. You see, I'm purposely driven. You can't get more than you given. Cause every day I strive in this word, I abide. Cause if I ever give up, turn around or give in, then the enemy's waiting for me to say it's the end. They be on the book like they ain't living right. Like they say, but they hellish in the night If you could see what I see, then see beyond the mask Then you would know they use the truth to silence all the lambs I'm not your average saint, leader, or your pastor Just wanna win souls, they call me the ambassador Give, give it to them, give it to them, everything you got Give, give it to them, give it to them, so you can't be stopped Give it to them, give it to them, everything you got Give, give, give it to them, give it to them, so you can't be stopped my arms lifted, my hands raised through every trial I get.